heard the bells on Christmas Day. Heard the bells on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, hey. Peace on earth and goodwill to men. You ain't heard about the light? Well, let me fill you in. Grace came in the form of a little baby boy. So just remember when you're waking up to play with toys, the creator became the created. God became flesh. He arrived to live a life, and his life was the price. Say less. Adorned in life, not a red suit or white beard. This beat came up on a midnight clear. So let it snow, y'all. Make it rain, dear. My God oh reigns sovereign, gosh. and to that I say cheers. So by now, hopefully you got your head nodding, jingle jangling with all our cups full of eggnog and sander coming down your chimney and all your cookies, bruh. Just remember our help comes when we're looking up. Our help comes when we're looking up. Dude, that was that was all right. There's a couple lines in there that are a little cringy, but yeah. other than that, that's, that's pretty good. Well, you know, it had to be cringy because it's Christmas. Okay, well, you know, you know, I, I appreciate but that. I released a Christmas song last year with me and my friend. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, we were just released it on SoundCloud. So I thought, man, well, it would be really cool to do uh, an intro. Just uh, so that was from last year. Yeah, it was from. Oh, last, that's awesome. Last Christmas, yeah, yeah. So you know, just no, I love fun. it. Just I love fun it. With it. So in case you are you know, new to the podcast, um, and you didn't know, Cody used to be like the number one <laughs> Christian rapper and all so of Dingus, West Virginia. Oh, and all of West Virginia, for <laughs> sure. All no, of West no, Virginia, no. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's some good, actually, some really good rappers in West Virginia. So yeah? I wouldn't say I was the number one. But there was a crew, man. I said the Christian rapper. Yeah, Christian rapper. There like, were a lot of Christian rappers yes, in West Virginia? Yes. No, there weren't. Yeah, I promise. When you say a lot, do you mean like... Ten. No. Yeah, there, were, there are not ten people that can rap in West Virginia. There ain't no yes, way. I promise. Charleston... Dude, Charleston and Huntington have a pretty cool rap scene. There's only 2,000 people in West Virginia. There ain't no way <laughs> 10 of them can rap. Hey, the big cities, man. You know? <laughs> we, used anyway. to, we used to travel around and, like, we had a crew, man. It was like the like the Wu-Tang Clan of, of Christian rap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, welcome to the Bad Apples Podcast. Hey, what up? It is, it, we're officially, like, in Christmas mode. Yes. So, but it's not Advent yet because it's not December, you know. So, Advent, like, you know, our Advent yeah. calendar thing, our, if you're holding on to hope because you're mm-hmm. excited about us Praise. drinking the coffee and, and talking about the, the Advent coffee, yeah. that is not on this episode. I'm no. very sorry. No. Because um, it's not December. It's not December. So, but it, it has been December in my heart since last December, you know. It's always Christmas in my heart. I know it is always Christmas in your heart, and I'm excited to talk about the Christmas that's in your heart. Woo! And so, hallelujah! Um, you don't know what we're talking about today, but I do. I've got it in my brain, and I'm ready to oh, fire you it away. Oh, dirty dog! Um, but uh, I thought I thought we should first paint a picture for our, our our audience. Yeah. So it is it is like 10:30 in the morning. Yes, we've got our our coffee from where? Free rain coffee. What are we drinking today? Homestead. Same Homestead. same one we've had last time. I, I thought we had American Dirt last time. I talked about American Dirt. Oh yeah. I really want you to try American Dirt, but this is just the home. But this isn't it. Medium roast, thanks to Rip Wheeler from Yellowstone. Yeah. Praise Allegedly. God. Um Allegedly. anyway. So <laughs> Allegedly. So you gotta you gotta see what I got here. So um our friend Cody is wearing his Christmas jammies. 
<laughs> with his Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine Christmas mug. Yeah. We've got Snoop on a stoop sitting in on... And if you don't know what Snoop on a stoop is, maybe don't look it up. I don't know. Yeah, please do. Hey, side note. Did you know that Snoop Dogg has an officially licensed solo stove? Didn't we just talk about this last night? Did you for real? Yeah, we just talked oh about my it because gosh. he did the whole post that was like, yeah. he's went, he's he's quitting smoke. Yeah. And everybody thought he meant weed, obviously. Yeah, sure. And then he did the promotion that was like, you know, went smokeless. And then it was Solo Stove. I'm like, that's brilliant marketing. Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Good job, Solo Stove. For sure. But yeah, so the, there's a specially licensed Snoop Dogg Solo Stove, which is funny to me because like, I love my Solo Stove. Yeah. There ain't no way I'm going to buy a Snoop Dogg Solo Stove. But what is it? What is it? Does it's it have just, him on it or something? No, it's just got his logo on it. It's like, like got a big old Snoop Dogg brand on it. Really? And it, that doesn't scream outdoors sitting around the fire is like, you know, the, true. the Snoop Dogg brand. Sipping on gin and juice. Sure. Laid back. Yeah. You know. You know that song? You don't know it? Dude, I don't listen to Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Dang, man. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Anyway. um, I'm trying to think of a... uh, Oh, it's uh, like... uh, Is it Drop It Like It's Hot? Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. That's the only one I got. Yeah, that's probably his most popular. I would think so. I mean, Gin and Juice is is popular for the 90s, but like... (laughs) Drop it like it's hot was like the two thousands our generation. Yeah, I, I remember it at junior high dances. Absolutely. So, so anyway, yeah. So we got <laughs> Snoop, <laughs> Snoop on a stoop, chilling. Yep. I have a Starbucks coffee. Wow. Red and green cup. Yeah, man. So this is my festiveness. Yeah. I, other than that, that's all I got. I love you it. Know. I think it screams festive. Yeah. The the festive Starbucks coffee and and. You know, this is the first time I've ever been brave enough to bring Starbucks into your house and set it on the podcast table. Yeah. And I can tell you that Cody is feeling festive because he didn't throw me out. No. So I am going to, um, you know, sprinkle some salt around my my property after you leave and uh, throw some anointing oil on my house and bless it and ward off all evil that you bring in with the demonic uh, Starbucks. Okay, demonic let's, logo. Let's dial it back. That's hitting right now. That's We're, popular. What demonic? Yeah, but what are you talking about? Where do you find the things that are popular? They're saying they're saying Starbucks is demonic. Who is they? Because there's a like a big sect of Christians right what, now. What? What? You, what? What is your TikTok you know, algorithm? You know, <laughs> last week <laughs> you said they are after the pilgrims. You know, well that's that, like a thing. Like no, you, like okay. you don't want to say. Now they're saying. The pilgrims murdered the Indians on the first day of, uh, on like when they came on Thanksgiving? over. Thanksgiving? You know what I mean? So, yeah, Thanksgiving is like a woke holiday right now. I can't believe you haven't heard. That's years, like that's years old. Okay, but, okay. Anyway, we're not that podcast. We're not, not going to dive was, into that. That's what I was like. But that's what I was trying to get I, you to I, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Any, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> What's broke on your TikTok where mm. you're getting all of this uh, information that now Starbucks yeah. is from the devil? There's a, um, um, you know, there's like this, it's, they're calling it the deliverance movement, right? And it's like super charismatic people, like super charismatic part of the, uh, not my charismatic, super, <laughs> super charismatic part of like, the, you know, the churches. And there's a, there's a pastor, I think his name's Greg Locke. All right. Yeah. And super popular, but he's like out there and he, he like, he was like, don't bring 
that demonic devil Starbucks in my church. Oh my. If you if I see you with a couple of Starbucks, you're out of my church. Like that type of stuff. Dang. Yeah. Well, hey, I this isn't <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> This is not the direction I wanted this episode to go. Uh, it's going somewhere. But uh, I did hear something interesting in, in a podcast. Okay. Like just like okay. that, that kind of worked on my heart. And it wasn't like a, you know, a big indictment of the American church or anything like that. Yeah. So somebody on the podcast was talking about um, how millennials are looking for something different in the church. Yeah. And Gen, Gen X, Gen X, no, Gen Z, Gen X is ahead of us, right? It's like Gen X, Xers, Millennials, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. Key agrees. Okay, that's yeah. right. Anyway, um, Millennials and Gen Z yeah. are looking for something different, different from church. And mm-hmm. one of the things that this this pastor was talking about on on Carrie uh, Newhouse podcast was like, we put a ton of energy into putting a cafe into the front of mm. our churches. Mm. And he's like, I'm not anti cafe in your church sure but when in scripture do you see somebody walking into worship with with coffee in their hand mm. or a cup in their hand like or anything in their hand other yeah. than like wow just like so we've put uh and he's again he's not like coming after and i'm not sure like if you've got a if you got a coffee shop in your church or sure. if you bring in starbucks all the time i i got a drink with me most of the time right same you know but i also do know that when i'm holding my, you know, liquid death or my, you know, church coffee or my, you know, water bottle or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have noticed like that I'm not fully engaged in the, in the worship moment because yeah. I'm, you know, holding on to something else. And so mm. I was like, man, I didn't really, I've never fully considered that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really like it because it made me uncomfortable with what I do and what I enjoy doing. And I would love for hope to have its own coffee shop in the front of the building. However, mm. he does make a compelling point. And it's uh it's something too that, you know, years ago I heard somebody coming after churches that were putting cup holders in their their in, in the back of their seats. Oh yeah. You know, in, in front of them because it's like, oh, you know, we've we've set up our churches to be more like yeah, theaters theater, than yeah. than, you know, churches. And, you know, that leans into what this other pastor was saying. Yeah. But I, I think too, whoever's putting those cup holders in knows what it's like to clean up after everybody <laughs> on a, on a Sunday night because <laughs> people just leave their coffee cups on the ground. Yeah. You know, that's why, that's why I hope uses the little ones. They're easier to, to clean up. I don't actually know, but uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's interesting because I will. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Now that you've said it, it just kind of hit me as well. Like, I don't like it. Dang. I don't like that either. But so, and you know, and since hearing that, I've tried to not bring some sort of drink in my hand. And it, and it does make a difference because mm. then I'm not thinking about, you know, what I got here or whatever. I'm able to just kind of worship in the moment and, wow. and be a part of that. And if I think about like the really impactful moments of worship um, that I have had, it's I've not been preoccupied with a mm. snack or a drink or my phone or whatever it is, like, yeah. you know. So and that's not, again, not really where I was wanted to go with that. So the demonic Starbucks, probably not a thing. No, no. You know? I, I, and I do want to go back and, like, like me saying that is very satire. 
obviously. Yeah. I know, you know, I know some that. people are probably going to gather that I am charismatic. I do have a spirit, you know, I'm, I'm all about the spiritual, but I do want people to know that oh, if you're listening, spiritual. <laughs> Love uh, the spiritual. I don't really believe that Starbucks is demonic. <laughs> when, in emergencies, I go and get me a flat white oh, there from it Starbucks. In emergencies, uh, I do complain about it. If you ask Kia, I complain a lot, <laughs> and I do know if I'm at Starbucks on a day, my day is probably going to go to the dogs. Oh man! <laughs> well, see, I was at Starbucks today, and it took forever. It yeah. took forever. It's yeah. the Christmas rush, and it is. You know, yeah, it's the Christmas rush, and Already. because you can because you can order online. You think that, okay, there's only 15 people in here. Yeah. There could be 50 online orders. Absolutely. And there probably are. Yep. And then there's the drive-thru. Yeah, it's insane. Unbelievable. It took me me 20 minutes to get my coffee this morning. And I paid $7.50 for it. $7.50. Dude. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I pay a dollar more than that to go to Custom Cup when I go to Custom Cup. Holy moly. How much do you tip them? Oh, I don't tip. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my bad. But I'm going to just say it. (laughs) Barista, barista bro, broistas, you're going to hate me. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Um Sometimes I do tip. Sometimes I <laughs> the tips you offer are they like, hey, uh, don't play in the street. <laughs> I got a tip for I you. Just, I round up cents. So sometimes it's like three cents. 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 Oh, wow. You can oh. have my three cents. Oh lord. It just depends on how much it is. Sometimes I'll tip a dollar. <laughs> sometimes, literally. Let me ask you this. Okay. When you order takeout, yeah, and you go and pick it up, uh-huh. do you tip? No, me either. You didn't do nothing. Exactly. Oh, let's go, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we've gotten a little bit tip crazy. And I agree with that. So, sorry. Yeah, we we've been uh, Emily and I our our ten uh, year anniversary is coming up yes. next year. We're super excited about it. So we're looking at going on a cruise, and I'm I can't super wait to pumped. Go with you. You're not, um, but <laughs> not this time. Maybe next time uh, we could do a bad apples at sea uh, adventure. But we need some sponsors first. We do. Uh, so with that, you know, just call one two three sponsor bad apples. Uh, we'll hook you up. Anyway, um, so we're looking at going on a cruise, and one of the things that you can do on the cruise though is you can prepay your gratuities and prepay your tips. And oh, that kind of stuff. yeah, and. A hundred percent about that. Oh man, like, absolutely. Because if I can just pay up front and then not have you know, not have somebody holding their hand out every time, you know, they do something. Yes, that's what they do. Yeah. Like, Vultures. Yeah. Dude, there's a squirrel right behind your head. It's gone now. You oh my it. gosh. It was pretty amazing. It was majestic. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> and how ironic is, is a squirrel is what interrupts us. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, but uh yeah, I mean I think we've gotten a little bit tip crazy. Yeah, you know, man. With with everything. There's always a you know, an expectation for tipping and um and and I, I get it. Like if you're a server or something like that, I mean, you know, you should yeah. definitely tip your servers. But yeah. like you just said, don't be a vulture. Yeah, like whoa, whoa, hang on, I didn't say that. Oh, no, my bad. 
<laughs> I'm just playing. I really am joking. I love our servers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that I'm not going out to any restaurants in the next <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's the nice thing about a podcast is nobody knows what your face looks exactly. like. Exactly. True. Know? True. So, they're like, oh man, if we hear some guy that sounds like a redneck, we're yeah. not <laughs> listen for the redneck. Hey, you're gonna sit in, in their section, not in mine. Uh, so anyway. Well, Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas, not yes. nearly as much as you do. Yeah. So what I thought would be kind of fun mm. is if you let people know. Oh, wow. Why is it that you have had the spirit of Christmas <laughs> in your heart since last December? Wow. What is broken? In, I mean, what is... Uh, what is broken? <laughs> no, I'm just you kidding. little devil. What, what is going on there? Why are you so... Why do you love Christmas so much? Oh, man, there's a... There's a um, we don't have we don't have enough time on the podcast. You have a few hours. I don't think you can think of a single thing right now. I just think you like that it's festive. Really? Yeah. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Change my mind. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, right right here and now. <laughs> uh, the the main reason that I love Christmas so much is because Jesus. Okay. And he came in the form of a little baby boy. And he came down onto this earth. Hallelujah. I told you you didn't have anything. You just liked it. It's festive. <laughs> uh, I think probably the main thing is um, a sense of nostalgia. I mean, obviously, okay. obviously Jesus is the main thing. But, like, as sure. far as, like, me being festive and me being, like, the Christmas tree being put up, the one of the main reasons I put my Christmas tree up is because I'm, I'm not here during Christmas. Yeah. So, um, I like to have that up and enjoy sure. that because I feel like I have a tendency and I just had to think about this last night. I have a tendency to rush through and be hurried and be stressed and overthink things and overthink gifts and all that. So I try to, um, do everything, you know, I do everything early just to try to calm myself is a sense of calming for me. Yeah. And it, and it makes me feel like I'm at home. Sure. Um, so it gives me a sense of home, gives me a sense of nostalgia. Um, just one of the, one of the greatest, some of the greatest memories I have, um, just is just being, being at my mom and dad's house or being there as a kid mm -hmm. and, you know, Christmas, like I have a vivid memory and I, I don't know if it's just a lie that I've always believed because I don't think it was real, but I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that there was a man dressed up as Santa Claus in my house when I was a kid and and he wasn't dad because because I found dad and he was asleep and my brother was gone and and my mom was asleep and I, there's a there was a dude in my kitchen and I this has become one of the weirdest weirdest stories and you told a story about ghosts two episodes ago this is so strange I didn't, I didn't realize how weird it Y'all have ever wondered oh, why Cody asks me the questions. <laughs> this is this is what happens when we, when we get out of our, our lane. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> so there's a strange man in a red suit in your house who's not know. your father. There's a <laughs> Did he visit every Christmas or was it just, just that one Christmas? I remember watching him. Oh, <laughs> It's like there, and it could be just. I don't know if it was real. <laughs> Good grief! I don't think it was real, but it's in my heart. 
<laughs> it's in my heart. So, you know, is it not real because this is like a trauma response? And you're shutting no, it out. No. I don't because I heard jingles. I heard, okay. I heard like you know jingle bells. <laughs> I was, I was, so when you met Santa, was it the Tim Allen kind, or you know, did he look more like the guy from Elf? Like what you know, it was more. Uh, he was more Tim Allen. Oh, okay, yeah, right. I thought it was Tim Allen. Okay, you know, <laughs> Good grief. So, <laughs> Cody, Cody, you you love Christmas because love of nostalgia, nostalgia, and Jesus, just, yeah, nostalgia and Jesus. And you're going to think I'm crazy, and the and the listeners are going to think I'm crazy. We are, we're there. <laughs> we we've arrived. Don't you worry. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. We think you're nuts. <laughs> off the Polar Express rails. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love the weather. Okay. I love winter. I feel like. Uh, winter is it's just one of my favorite seasons yeah um i love it i love being able to uh wrap up in some cozy sweaters and some blankies and <laughs> you know i love wait for the strange man in the red <laughs> and suit wait for that. i've been waiting house. i've been waiting for 30 years on that man to come back and he's Dude. never been back <laughs> So I, I still don't know. I still my, my my sweater says believe right now. I still believe he was in my house and he was a Santa Claus and I'm waiting on him to come back. You know, oh, gross. <laughs> no, so many things here that are weird. Anyway, so it's funny that you talk about the weather because I firmly believe so. Jesus wasn't born in December, more right. than likely. Right. So Jesus wasn't born in December. But we celebrate Christmas in December. We celebrate the birth of Christ. And and yeah. here's the reason I believe that we've made Christmas such a big deal. Yeah. We attached Jesus' birth to it. All of these things. Yeah. Because whoever decided on placing Christmas where it is in the calendar, mm-hmm. they definitely lived in the Midwest. Because <laughs> they're like, we got to redeem this time of year. <laughs> we got to do something. Because December is the worst weather yeah. in the entire calendar year yeah. because it could be 60 degrees or it could be 6 degrees and most of the time it's gray and it's rainy it's not you know snowy There's no snow. beautiful and that kind of stuff yeah, they're it's like so depressing. you know how can we how can we take and another year is over yeah. you know we have you know we're shutting the door on another another year yeah. so how can we redeem this terrible time of year yeah and they decided to put christmas there yeah, man. Which I'm forever grateful yeah. for because it is the only thing that makes December great. After after Christmas, it gets depressing. You know. See, maybe, but that's like that's when the wet like the weather that you're talking about. Yeah. That arrives in January. Yeah, so I like the December weather though. Where it's gross? No, like I don't like the Midwest. December, December weather? weather. I like the West Virginia December weather. Does it snow there? Oh yeah, man. Every time. Oh yeah, it was. There was snow on Christmas morning. I don't year. even believe you. You thought you saw Santa Claus. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, now I'll say like, it's definitely not as like it used to be. Uh, oh okay. Like like before, every Christmas, every like November would hit, we wouldn't see the grass until mm. March because of snow. I got gotcha. you. And that was mainly because we live. He has he saw it like we live on the like the backside of a mountain. The sun okay. the sun don't hit it. You gotcha. Know? Uh, the sun rises at ten a.m. and it sets at at three p.m. Oh dang! You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because of the mountain. So, um, what would snow and what would come? Like 
it would just stay cold. Yeah. And none of it would melt. Sure. So we would have snow for long periods of time. Gotcha. So it would just be beautiful. Um, and of course, snow sitting on top of the mountains are just, yeah, it's incredible. It's fantastic. So December weather here is definitely not what I love. Yeah. December weather here is pretty terrible. Yeah. So, so, but on the, like, on a, going back on a serious note, one of the, one of the things I love about Christmas as well, uh, to try to maybe redeem, uh, the craziness that I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat. Dude, I'm super into Advent right now. Okay. Um, I'm really into the whole process of Advent. All right. Um, I started it last year and this year I'm adding the candle aspect to it. Um, that last year I just kind of did the, the bare bones of it. Yeah. I went through a book called shadow and light, incredibly simple, like describes in layman's terms, why Advent is Advent, what you do during Advent, uh, the specific reasons, all that stuff. And then it also gives like all the extra stuff. Like there's actually a St. Nicholas. Yeah. Um, there's actually, um, like a December 6th where you celebrate St. Nicholas, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. Um, and then, so this year I'm adding in the candles, like lighting the candles every week. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, man, I'm yeah. trying to become liturgical in my life. There we go. So that is, that has brought a lot of peace to the Christmas season for me. So on top of the nostalgia, on top of it, obviously we celebrate the birth of Jesus now adding in the Advent aspect to it and trying to kind of declutter that time and actually redeem that time since we're, since we mentioned redeem a couple of times, like trying to redeem that time of being so hurried, being so stressed, you know, overthinking the gifts, thinking I'm not getting enough or whatever. Um, like just taking that time and re- trying to reset and redeem that time because of how commercialized or how stressful we've made it and how, um, it's become a burden to okay. a lot of people. Um, even even the other day, like we went out and I was trying to find some gifts, and I became so burdened and stressed out. And then I like had to think the next day. I was like, man, it's not even December yet, and I'm already burdening myself. Mm. I'm already stressing myself out. I'm already putting myself in you know these. I'm overthinking buying people's gifts. It's like, no, it's not what it's about. Yeah, right. You know? So yeah. that's another reason why I'm just loving the Christmas season. And I know, like, if you, I think if you get technical with Advent, you're not even supposed to put up Christmas lights until, like, closer to Christmas. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to well, keep that, you know, like you're, you're supposed to keep that, like, no, no lights because of, like, the anticipation and the, and sure. the representation of, like, the darkness of not hearing God for, like, 400 years and waiting on the light to come. Yeah. Um, and then, but what's, what's crazy, what I love about Advent is, you know, Christmas starts, you got Advent and then Christmas starts on Christmas tide on the day of Christmas. Yeah. But then the real Christmas celebrations happen in Epiphany where you leave your tree up 12 days after that and you still celebrate, bro. Yeah. So you just extend Christmas. Do you actually, do you really celebrate the 12 days of Christmas? I'm going to this year. Oh, you are? Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh! I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. Okay, all right. Just keep watching yeah. the Christmas movies. Yeah, exactly. you ought to go to the store and get more decorations because they're going to be on sale. Dude, exactly. You, know, you double double up. Exactly. You're like, you know, there's there's still 11 days left, man. Like, just get in on it. So I'm in with that. See, <clears throat> I like Christmas too, and and I've I've liked Christmas for ever. Yeah. Um, now my 
my reasoning is a little bit different than yours. Like there's definitely the nostalgia thing, but honestly, I feel more of that for Thanksgiving than I do for Christmas, Mm -hmm. the nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, For Christmas, for me, it's, it's the community. And so having been tied to church, um, working in a church since I was 18. Yep. um, So for the last 14 years, um, yeah, that's right. 14 years. I've been a big part of making Christmas happen on the church end of things. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite things every year is the Christmas Eve services. Mm. And, and there's there's a lot of work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Tons of work that goes into it, especially at Hope. It's a big time for us. There's a lot of people that come in. We try to make it excellent. Yeah. Um, but there's, especially in the last service, and then, you know, at Mount Pulaski, for our candlelight service in Edinburgh at our candlelight service, Man. you know, yeah. there's where everybody's together and you're celebrating Christmas beautiful together. And it's, it is, it's beautiful. Yeah, it it, is. It's wonderful. Um, I, I, I have never got to experience the hope, um, Christmas Eve service. I'm not sure when I ever will. Um, but man, yeah, I, I've watched online and it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and it is, it is. And, and I think that the, the real beauty, though, the thing that I like isn't isn't the production of what we're doing, and and not not to say that we're overly produced or anything like that, because I yeah. don't think we are. Right. I think that there is a there is a true heart of helping people worship Jesus and yeah. celebrate the 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 birth of Jesus. Yeah. Um. But I I think that like the real the the thing that's really awesome to me is when we're um, when we're eating food together, because there's always there's always somebody like there a lot of people bring in food. Yeah. We have a hospitality room because we got a lot of volunteers to make Christmas happen. Yeah, and so we share that meal together. You know that we encourage each other in that time. You know we're talking about how things are going. We're we're in the the slog of Christmas Eve together. And mm. when I say slog, I mean like there's thousands of people that yeah. show up. Yeah, and so. We don't typically have that in a weekend, and so it takes a little extra effort, and it takes a little bit more logistical things. But because we're doing it together, mm. it's wonderful, and it feels like a celebration. Um, when <clears throat> when we lived in Mount Pulaski, we always did like a pr- a post Christmas Eve service mm-hmm. thing at our house, and so oh, man. like Emily would make a couple pies, we'd have hot chocolate. Now, this is before we had kids, and <clears throat> man, <clears throat> sorry. There is uh there was this one year that and I can't remember if I told this story last year. I think I did, but I'll tell it again. Yeah. Um this one year we invited this guy named Wally to our mm-hmm, house. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about Wally last year? For sure. Okay. But so, do it again. Yeah. Talk yeah. about it again. Um and so like and Wally, he didn't have any family. Right. Um, you know, he didn't have any family in the area um on and on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. after service, he would just gone home. Um, but Wally was in his you know, he was in his 80s had cancer and we invited him over and it was just awesome to listen to him talk about how Mount Pulaski has changed each Christmas Eve like he talked about his Christmas Eves on the naval boat when he was out you know serving and and, uh, he talks about Christmas Eve um, in the town back when you know they didn't have everything that we have now and how it, it was it was so much different Mm. and so he just told these these stories about Christmas Eve and it was it blessed us. Yeah. It, was, it was a blessing to him because he had a place to belong. And that was that was Wally's last Christmas Eve. Oh man. And we got to spend it with him and it was such a it was such a reward to us in yeah. that time just sharing that with him. And, and the nice thing about Christmas Eve too is there's really um once 
once you get through the service and, and everything else that's going on with that, yeah. it slows down for a minute. Right. You know, you have that chance to be present and really celebrate, mm. you know, what it is. And when I was a kid, um, like high school kid, what I discovered was all my friends, they didn't have anything going on on Christmas night. Yeah. So their their family yeah. celebrations were on Christmas morning or lunch mm-hmm. or on Christmas Eve. Yep. <clears throat> so on Christmas night, we started inviting our friends over to my parents' house. And my parents' house, it you know, the house I grew up in, there was a really big great room, like just big, big great room. Yeah. And so we could have a lot of people over. That's um, awesome. When I say a lot of people, I mean, like we had Super Bowl parties when I was a youth pastor and we'd host them at my parents' house. We'd have 34 kids. Wow. Um, and Man. At the Super Bowl party. And it, like, it wasn't crowded. That's I mean, like awesome. it was crowded, but it wasn't that crowded. Like everybody had a place to sit. That's awesome. Um, Man. And so big, big great room. And we would invite all these these kids over yeah. and you know they were they didn't have anything else going on mm. because christmas was over and so we'd come and play games and you know hang out and my mom would make a bunch of food and and it was a blast it was awesome and it wasn't it wasn't about you know it wasn't about bringing a gift or you know uh, being there on time or do, doing all those other things it was just about being together yeah and so i think for me what i love about christmas yeah are those moments that we actually get to be together and it's and it's yeah. not it's not a hustle you yeah. know it's not you know yeah it, it's hard to explain that but it's those it's those little in-between moments absolutely that feel really organic or really intentional um whether people are at our house for for pie after christmas eve or eating with the, you know the volunteers on on christmas eve or yeah, you know people are coming over on on christmas night together and now it's it's fun because you know my kids they they love christmas and yeah um like last year, Logan kind of got it, but this year she's really gonna get it. Oh man! And yeah, she's gonna have a blast with it. And Austin, she's super excited about you know Santa and all the things, yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't um, celebrate Christmas the way you do, where it's nonstop, you know, <laughs> all year long. As soon as <laughs> September rolls around, oh, it's like bro. all right, get the box out, yeah, bring the. It's like. Again, if you've not seen Cody's house and been in Cody's life, when it, like when he talks about how he celebrates Christmas, it's a real thing. So yeah, in real. September, the Christmas tree box sits in his it, living room. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and then it's, it's just, at about midway through October, the tree makes its way out of the box. <laughs> and then right after, right after Halloween, yep, there's some ornaments, ornaments on it. Yeah, and it, the the tree just kind of. Like continues to continues to to gather yes. things yes. over the next so it's a three you're month escapade it. yeah man you know and now you're gonna leave it up for an extra twelve days which I think you probably did anyway yeah but, I did that anyway you know yeah yeah it, I mean it would depend like I think a couple years I, I went ahead and got it down just because I was busy and I was off from work sure. so I had time to do it but um yeah man yeah it's it's a it's a gradual process I do love the community aspect of it as well like I do love. Um, that's, that's something that I want to throw in there. I miss so much, um, being able to get together with some of my family who have passed away. Like my grand, both of my grandparents passed away from my grandmothers. Um, my, my grandfathers, they, one passed away before I was born and another passed away when I was really young. Um, but like going to, um, my dad's, my dad's mom, my, my grandma Dickerson, like she, her, her Christmases were always 
just so like spectacular. Mm. And we would go to this little house just right up the right up the alley. Like we all lived in the same community. And we just got to walk up the alley. We'd walk up the alley with our Christmas gifts and we'd go up there and we'd just meet cousins and uncles and aunts and like all just everybody would be there. Yeah. Um, and it was just the community aspect of it. And also just also being in church as sure. well. Like growing up in church, you know, uh, having that community aspect, going to the church and having Christmas parties or or whatever that may look like and then moving into ministry hosting the christmas parties for the youth groups or or yeah. when you're like when i was pastoring like you know just doing things for christmas was just so special like the candlelight services or the um yeah. have you ever done a hanging of the greens service uh you know we called it hanging of the greens yeah. when i was when i was growing up but yeah. really it was like hey get your butt to the church and help decorate help you know? decorate yeah there wasn't yeah. really anything festive about it yeah and so we did a um we did one at the church in, in Peoria. I had never done one before. And we actually like weaved it into the service and made it kind of like a, like each we're going to hang this wreath and it's going to represent this. So it was like a really cool. Sure. Like I had never done that before growing up. So yeah. That we, was different for me. I mean, we do, uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is our big at hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. man. Oh, man. And I'm telling you what, you gotta hope. wear, you gotta wear the gloves, you know, yeah, long dude. sleeves. Cause them trees, yeah, man, they'll get you. Those man, Hope Church knows how to decorate for Christmas. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Man, those trees, like I it walk in, it's not very spiritual, but it's a big deal. Hey, I'm telling <laughs> you, you know, what, like, man. it's not like a hanging of the green service. That's or another, that's another thing too, man. You know, people are, people are saying Christmas trees, man, they're pagan. You know, don't put them in churches because they pagan. Yeah, well, but, I mean, but, but people will find something. You know, that podcast. Yeah, and and. Yeah, people will always find something. They find something, and so, uh, yeah, you can't win that. Uh, what do you think you about know? Krampus? What about Krampus? You ever heard of Krampus? Yes, comes to get your uh, German babies. You know, if they're bad, if they're bad, yeah, it sounds like a ghost story to me. It does sound like a ghost story. Yeah, let me tell you a story about uh, <laughs> the spirit, the spirit <laughs> Krampus that I encountered one time. <laughs> When I was um, no, we're not. Doing I was that. doing a mission trip over in Germany. It. We're not doing it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was never. I'm. I'm just joking. I, I know you're just joking. <laughs> People are going to think you're so strange if they haven't already. Oh, but I mean, they have to. They have to think I'm strange. Yeah, but guys, this is why that I needed to find someone like Garrett to come on this podcast because I'm crazy. <laughs> okay like i you know i may be a few fries short of a happy meal you know what i'm saying and garrett really balances me out and garrett like man that's why garrett's voice is always on the marketing because he drops that wisdom oh good you might want to take your hat off well, I don't your head's about to swell you yeah, know what i'm saying good grief <laughs> my my headphones aren't fitting as well now, uh, yeah, this this episode's been a little different than normal. I love it. But, you know, we wanted to share some stories, get excited about Christmas. Yeah, and getting people ready. I hope that you guys are ready for Christmas as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and as, as Cody said earlier, you know, this is about Jesus. It's about Jesus, you know, and we, celebra- we celebrate um, God sending his son to earth, yeah. redeeming us. Yes. Um, and so, you know, it, this is a time that we... We reflect on something bigger, yes, than gifts or trees or Christmas Eve services yep. or you know the food or the whatever. All the things you got to do for Christmas, we focus instead on on Christ. Yeah. And so you know, don't get so busy this season 
mm. that you forget what Jesus has done for you. And one of the ways that we encourage you on the last episode, and we'll encourage you again mm. to celebrate that is by giving to other people. Amen. You know, um, I know the idea of adding something else in December sounds terrible, right? Um, but this doesn't have to be a big thing. Yeah, it can just be a small thing where you um, where you carve out time and energy and effort uh, to be kind towards somebody else. Yeah, and so I think that's going to bless you, um, whether it's inviting a Wally over on on Christmas Eve for pie, or yeah, you know, whether it's giving a gift to a, a local. Uh, ministry that you believe in or whatever those things are you know we want to encourage you to take a take a step out do something a little bit extra yeah and do something extra too that benefits you directly in no way Mm. so uh, we're not saying buy buy mom something even nicer yeah Uh, you know we're we're asking you to instead take care of somebody who doesn't know you um and uh there's no there's no direct benefit there so um Yeah, yeah redeem this time and I think uh, you mentioned redeeming a couple times, just like trying to redeem, um, you know, this time of year, and that that word has been kind of mentioned. I think today. you mentioned redeemed a couple times. <laughs> no, you, well, you said well, you said uh, uh, the mid Midwesters were trying to redeem this. Oh time yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just it just makes me think of the word redeem. Okay, and it just it makes me think of redemption. Yeah, and I think um, coming to a close of another year, you know, we're we're getting there. And, you know, just being a podcast that I think is really all about redemption. Yeah. Uh, whether that's redeeming our prayer life, whether that's uh, just redemption in general. Um, but, man, just just thinking about the anticipation um, leading up to Christmas and Jesus coming and the reason that he came was for redemption, yeah. obviously. Um, but, like, take this time during the year and try to redeem this time. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, it was never meant to be a burden, yeah. Ever, and Jesus coming for us uh, was meant to be that redemption. And yeah. even though your life may feel like it's dark and has no light, uh, just know that Jesus came to be that light. Yeah. And uh, I know that's that sounds like a uh, a Christmas speech already, and we're we're still you know we're not in Christmas yet, but you know. That's, we're almost there. That's what that was. We're almost heart. Advent. That's what was on my heart. Yeah. Well, we hope that you've been blessed by this. We hope that you are setting up your Christmas tree, getting excited about all the things Christmas. And man, we are we are excited to get back after it. Yeah. Um, you know, and and go through our Advent coffee and talk to you about Christmas all month long. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All right, tell the people what they want to hear. <laughs> God loved us first. God loved us best. And God loves us most. This is the Bad Apples Podcast.